0: Target Racing presents show us your tips October 26 2021 uh, we've made it through Cox Plate Day we we'll head towards the Bendigo Cup Day tomorrow Beaver uh, what was the wash up for you from the Cox Plate
1: well lot to talk about there mates um, yeah, nice easy question the, yeah the, the protest was an interesting one um Look, I can I can see the arguments from both sides. Uh, first look at it, I probably thought um, that the protest would be dismissed. Then when you saw the amount of ground that the, the winner shifted in, you probably started to change your mind and went, Well, geez, that's shifted in a, a good couple of meters. The thing about it was there wasn't there wasn't actually a big bump. It was just it was it was kind of taking his a, a bit of a push. Yeah. Um the big question is, obviously, and that was the bit that they couldn't overcome, was would, it, would Animo have won the race if it was um, allowed to go straight? And certainly it got pushed to the inside. The question is, was, was the further they got towards the rail the worst going? And yeah. therefore the other horse took the going and the better running of where Animo would have been if it went straight. You know, you probably got to say yes and... To be honest, if that wasn't the Cox Plate and such a big race and then I dare say that that would have been most days of the week uh, protest upheld. Uh, But given it was the Cox Plate, I've got a funny feeling that the decision wasn't overturned because it was Cox Plate and there was so much more money at stake. That's my view. I don't think whether it was an overseas force or whatever came into it, it was purely the magnitude of the race. I don't know. I think if I was sitting in that room and looked at that, that was sufficient enough given the margin to suggest that the other horse should have got the race.
0: I feel like, um, well, first of all, I obviously, talking through my kick, as anyone who watched the preview show would know, uh, had a good crack at Anima. Uh, I thought, put this one, I thought, my immediate thought was it costed the race, but it would be dismissed. I thought if both horses go straight, it wins a race, but I thought they wouldn't uphold it based on, uh, like it would have had to have, made clear contact and cleaned him right off one of his legs to, to get it overturned, uh, which didn't happen. Uh, I feel like maybe five years ago, Terry Bailey or Ray Murray would have upheld it. That was... Yeah, it like They used to get held up a lot more than they do now, but upheld a lot more. But uh, ultimately, I wasn't angry about the decision. I, I sort of accepted it. Plus, I was on it, which never... I would have anyway. been... I i would have been filthy if i backed out animo to be
1: brutally honest um you can certainly see too at one point there craig williams did have to kind of stop writing um i would have loved to see craig williams drop the whip um mm. and then see what see what would have been decided when it shifted in to say it meant that he couldn't use the whip and forced him to drop the whip um, yeah. if that lands on the ground then you probably then start to look at it differently again so so many factors at the end of the day. Um, Certainly, you know, under the rules of racing, you would have you would have probably thought that it clearly took the other horses running, and therefore, um, given the margin was you know a bee's dick, um, you, you kind of got to go well. Pretty hard not to overturn that, but we don't know the in, inside information and, and why that decision was made. But uh, all onus goes to the winner. It was an outstanding performance. It was still a still a great
0: run. Um,
1: Probably the, the biggest first, disappointment for me. first two rides
0: were fantastic. Well, Craig Williams' ride was fantastic. And then uh, given his ride, uh, John, Allen, uh, John Allen's was, was fantastic as well. So Yeah, and,
1: and it comes to the next point is, you know, probably the, the disappointment was the races. I think if very elegant jumps and gets into a, the right spot, it probably wins the race itself. Um, but it was no chance once it was out in the back uh, behind Animo, um chasing like it was. It was a huge run. Um, if it jumps and gets into that that running line, probably fourth or fifth. Uh, I think it probably wins the race. And to miss the kick in the cox play, it's just a tragic a tragedy. Uh, if Jay Mac rides very elegant, it wins. Um, as, I'll go as far as to say that.
0: I did declare on Friday that he had a hundred yards on the uh, on the Melbourne jockeys, and he had he produced two fantastic rides earlier in the day and showed that. Uh, and I'll still stand by that statement. So we learned a little bit uh, just looking at some of the comments from YouTube at it too. Uh, Toby, of course, uh, gave us a cheers again, and um, the anarchist said thanks. But Elliot Heath did write in and say uh, he thinks Ice Bath is going better than you guys think and uh, was unlucky in the Epsom. Uh, but great each way bet, and given the result of the invitation, Elliot, uh, well done. Hope you got something out of that. I uh, hope you put it in your corner yeah. because uh, I did not. So, the... White yeah, he was spot on there. Fine. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. What a what. A, um, thanks for the heads up there because that was uh, an outstanding. It was an outstanding win from Ice Bath that finally bounced back and. Uh, probably to uh, some of the form that it had had in previous preparations. It's always been a horse packed with talent, but I didn't see it coming, Uh, but he certainly did. And a good find there and hats off. Um, I kind of thought on trivia, would have been taking a similar run to Ice Bath, but uh, it was butchered Um, in fairness. um, At least it didn't sit three wide and uh, give itself no chance of, it did go and sit up outside the leader, but that's not the go-for-on Trivier. It needs, to, it needs to settle and produce its finishing burst. Um, so I've ridden upside down there. Didn't really give it much of a
0: chance. And last question uh, from For the Panthers. Uh, I'm not sure if that's our man Jamie or my man Jamie or anything, but uh, For the Panthers, do you reckon Nashville Willow are going to be the one one of the best Aussie jockeys ever? Isn't he
1: already? <laughs> He's well. He's certainly one of the best ones going around at the moment. That's for sure. Um,
0: well, I think in Sydney, there's only two, if you really
1: want to... Yeah, J-Mac and him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and you've got... Uh, in. You're looking at Damien Oliver. Obviously, you can never go back past Oliver. Uh, yeah, he's absolutely. an outstanding jockey. Yeah. And there's so, a couple of good up-and-comers down there, but uh, certainly Nash is is one of, the, one of the best that's going around and uh, certainly one of the better jockeys we've seen in recent decades.
0: Absolutely. Uh, I well, wasn't allowed to name any kids after him, but I did name my staffy after him, so it shows you what I think of, uh, of Nash. Uh, so uh, that wraps up. Thanks for the feedback, guys, and uh, continue to throw some questions in, see what you think. Throw them in beforehand, if you like, and let us know about Ice Path before the show. That'd be handy. Uh, let's get to Indigo uh, <laughs> Cup Day. Where we're on a good track, the rail is true. Uh, Between this and Canterbury, in the two years we've been doing this show, it's one of the saddest cards I've had to work my way through. I think Uh, maybe it's just a bit of the come down off Cox Plate date, but uh, hopefully there's still a winner or two uh, as we build towards Melbourne Cup week. We start off with the 400 meter maiden beaver, and you can lead us away.
1: Yeah, look, uh, probably pretty hard to go back to favourite here. Past that favorite here, Oriental Legend was pretty good at a time. They start finishing second. Um, Thinkers go on here, and after that uh, that debut, I think it looks the hard to beat. And probably the only danger is the second favorite Schubek, who's been pretty consistent without winning. Uh, but yeah, I'm pretty keen on the favorite.
0: Well, yeah, the favorite did not travel a yard at all uh, on the bit last start. Once he and once he leveled out, you hit the line really well. I think uh, this is mm. uh, not a strong race and um, hard to beat. Regal Rave was a flashing light for the experience. For, absolutely. I think the day at the races will do it good. And I think uh, it'll lead us towards well, holding the better things and lead us towards uh, the form in a later race as well. Regal Rave, the top weight, uh, I thought was quite a good run last start in his 20s. And might be one if you're looking for one outside the market there. Race two is the Kim Han Flying Handicap, the 1,100-metre maiden, uh, where Kim Han has the favourite, Extreme Emotion. Beaver, are you all in with Kim Han here?
1: Um, I'm not all in. It's It looks to have uh, trial very well and looks certainly hard to beat. I'm just expecting a big improvement from Forbes. Um, yeah, okay. We're still waiting. That's a problem. We're still waiting, but um, it's been been racing in much better company than this, and I thought its first up run wasn't the worst in the world uh, when it finished fourth at Caulfield behind General Bow, uh, got back out of its ground and and ran on okay. Uh, Last up was pretty disappointing, uh, but this is a much weaker affair, so I'm hoping it can just find some form uh, in this race uh, and give the first starter a bit of a sight.
0: I was looking towards Sirani here, Siriani, stuck outside lead at Mooney Valley, uh, and then stuck outside lead at Pakenham. The issue I have is it's going from wet back to dry, which isn't necessarily always the, the best lead up, but uh, gets Linda Meach and gets control of the race now. Uh, and I think could give you an each way side here. Three motions trialled well. Forbes, I just want to see it do something now. It, was, it has been a sprue course all the way through. Uh, and Apsar has been good on pace a couple of times. But yeah, just looking towards Siriani under Linda Meach, who, well, in terms of jockeys going well, is flying at the moment. One of the best one of the best rides you'll see in that, uh, the VARS best losing rides, where just nearly stole it from Forgot You. Yeah. Uh, yeah, to it's to it was fantastic, right? So, um, yeah, no trouble at all backing her on the pace. Uh, race three, 1100 meter benchmark 78. Uh, any real tricks here? Does a billionaire just come back and from Adelaide and put a couple together?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think this is probably one of the better bets on the card. Uh, should jump straight to the front and lead lead of a merry dance. Uh, not much more to say, being there. Uh, John McNeil's flying, Friedman's
0: going good. Happy to have it. Yeah, I mean, yeah the only danger to me was Brenlin's trooper. I did beat Curran home before it went out in a group race last uh, last start and has trolled okay. Uh, it's five dollars, but I think the the one that's up and going and in uh, the, the right one here. Um, so five from one for me. Race four benchmark sixty four. We get weighed through some of these tricky races now. Uh, for the next few, where, where I am, I'm actually gonna go with the horse that beat Brooklyn Boss. Uh oh, beat Brooklyn Boss. It is Brooklyn Boss. Beat home Oriental Legend first up. I thought it uh, produced the same sort of. Big wind-up run and was pretty impressive. Hopefully can take a bit of a closer spot. And, yeah, in benchmark 64 land, I think can run well and give us a a decent each-way play here. Uh, Yeah, the rest of the market are all chances, but um, in an even race, I was looking that way. What are you thinking, Beaver? Yeah, look, I thought it was
1: a pretty open race with plenty of chances here. Um, Yeah, I I thought Brooklyn Boss was worth uh, considering, uh, so no knocks on it. I actually went for Brookline, uh, similar similar odds in the field. Jar McNeil again, um, resuming. Uh, look, it won its last start before it was put out to spell and beat Riverviews uh, when it was well found in the market. Um, Resumes here. Jump outs have been okay, um, so I think it's it's a. It's a really good chance around the $8 mark. Jimmy the Bear was pretty impressive first up uh, from Pay Payne Stable. Uh, jumped on pace, was well found in the market. Um, and one convincingly, I think it's probably the hardest to beat. And uh, can't
0: knock Brooklyn boss as well. Race five is another, uh, this uh, 78 in fact, over the 1,400 metres. Uh, a tricky one here. I was, I was, there's two I was looking at primarily here. One was... Kissinger, who I thought I had a little bit of a horse, I thought had some ability first prep, had a throat issue last time, turned out again, it is six months off, two quietish trials, comes here, and I think if it's if it was at its best that it was 12 months ago can get control of this and be very hard to beat Uh, and I thought Cafe Tortoni, who's a a bit of a a whacker, but he's coming off a win and a trial since and uh, can maybe springboard for to put a couple together, but um, yeah, willing to sort of wager Kissinger's got a bit of ability. What are you thinking?
1: i was thinking exactly the same. Interesting we've come up with that. i planned landed on Kissinger. I uh, only had the one start um, last prep before it was put out again. So um, did have an issue, as you mentioned. Um, look, first up here, 1,400, hopefully fresh enough. Um, jump jump on speed and uh, could be hardest to beat. So, I, yeah, I thought Kissinger was
0: hard to beat. Cool, I like that. I like when we find one at a bit of an each-way price there. Uh, the eleven hundred meters kicks us off in the Quadi Benchmark sixty-four. Uh, a couple of tight in the market lead it. What are you thinking?
1: Yeah, I've gone for Regal Gun
0: here.
1: Uh, just went for the second favourite. Um, like the way it led last start and absolutely kicked away from him. Uh, really impressive odds on. Um, I think the thing that ran seconds come out and uh, ran well since, might have been today. Um, so I think that that was a pretty good uh, guide for this race. There's two in the market. The the favourite Duchess uh, of Dorset so looks to be the main danger. Uh, it looks to be two leading chances in this race, but I've just gone for Regal Gun given the draw and uh, and John Allen
0: to hopefully another produce another good ride. Yeah, agree with what you've said. Uh, again, I'll just I'll just add one at the price here. Away from that, uh, Aralans I thought was a nice day, a nice return. Your it is coming again, wet to dry, uh, but it was a nice return uh, against Yulong Defence, who may have a little bit of ability and uh, is double figures. But i, I I'm, the track pattern's going to make a, a difference to how we're thinking here, which I didn't mention at the start, but Benigai is generally pretty fair, uh, so we'll watch for that. So, but I think Real Gun can probably steal a march on the other one in the market if you're looking. To play at the pointy end. The Group Three 2400 meter Bendigo Cup. It's not quite the Bendigo Cup we've seen in the last few years, but when we don't get the imports, I guess this is what what we all want, apparently. So, uh, no Passons to no one like that uh, here tomorrow. Is, is there anyone you want to back?
1: Oh, look, I think Smoke and Ronin's is certainly the horse to beat here. Uh, it's been so good this preparation. Just doesn't know how to run a bad race. Uh, pretty foolproof. Drawn particularly well to get the right run. Um, it will give you a very bold sight. I know it's, um, it got beat uh, last start at Caulfield, but that was that was a
0: really game win. A uh, game second. Uh, two months between uh, runs on. is well over twenty four hundred. So.
1: Yeah, so I think it's been probably set for a race like this, and gets like six or seven kilos off this start. So you saw last start carrying the 61 kilos that, uh, yeah, it just just the other thing um, had to pull in the weights. He gets back to 54. Uh, John McNeil on board. Uh, this looks well within its
0: reach. Yeah, on top for me. Eight, uh, eight weeks between runs uh, is now come back with a 2400 meter blowout. Uh, it'll. I think you might be right. It might be set for this. And then probably back up into Cup Week uh, in the race we talked, we keep talking about, which I can never remember the name of. And the yeah, I thought the danger, the interesting one is through the same the same race, Taramasaur, who resumed off time off. Uh, oh, Irish horse came to Australia, to good prep where it put a few together, resumed in town off time off. Um, and was just on the heels of smoking Romans, and it's 13 bucks, so it might be one for you cornellas which we've had a bit of luck with i did find a 140 forty dollar one in a weekend beaver just throw that in there um uh, so uh yeah i think here the eight and nine are the chances for me race eight is the benchmark 70 over the mile what are you thinking here yeah look um
1: again this is a really open affair tricky race plenty of chances here wouldn't want to turn anyone off any horse here. I, I narrowed it down to two. Uh, da- Daquin Sweet Junior thought it was pretty good first up. Um, caught a bit wide but kept chasing. Uh, gets out now to the to the sixteen hundred, uh, so that it's certainly looking for um, probably even further than this. But um, comes from right. Rose Hill, prior to coming from New Zealand, its form in New Zealand was pretty good. Um, I expect it to be uh, really further improved from that first up run. So I've got on hit on top uh, with the main danger being uh, Verdani. So Verdani had some nice form back uh, in France before coming to Australia, only had the two starts last preparation, um, and both weren't bad runs. It ran fourth behind corner pocket, and... Um, in an unsuitable 1400 and then back that up uh, behind over the sky acceleration. So they were both pretty good uh, formed race. Uh, So resumes here, if it's done enough work, um, it can certainly figure over the the mile first up.
0: Yeah, well, first up second prep in Australia is usually a a bit of a tick as well. Uh, I've found Trader here, finished on the heels of the, the saltpeter race of that and Mimi's Reward, who uh, they're sort of sprouting as a borderline black type filly, and it comes back to midweek grade from there. And uh, I like what you've said about those imports, I, I didn't spend a great deal of time on them. I thought Tibetan coming as was a horse I had a bit of opinion of in Adelaide, and uh, one first up for the new stable in his, his 20s. So, again, one maybe for your quarties if you're playing wide. I did go looking for Marcinet but uh, I've made the conclusion the horse is gone. Uh, it's, it's been pretty average for a while now. So uh, yeah, I was just looking away from that, but uh, I like we've shared the imports. So I'll uh, go back and have another look towards those two tomorrow morning, I think. We finished today with the thirty hundred metres benchmark 70. Uh, what do you, how are you wrapping this up?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna stick with uh, maybe the best uh, from the Friedman stable. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the draw. It's um, drawn a little bit wide, but it will probably show pace and push up. And just hopefully it can get across and get in uh, if it does that. And I think it's certainly the hardest to beat. Um, again, uh, outside of it in the second favourite, our star, everything else is top of
0: figures. Out. Race. Sorry. There. Um, and shout out to Kelly. Um, yeah, I'm with maybe the best as well, away from to no help and just looking for the lightly raced one here in a, an even field. Uh, I think that I am going to make it my best of the day in a day I struggled to find a best. Uh, so I'll wrap it up with maybe the best for appropriate racing.com. I will make my value, uh, well, the mention of fuel to price, but maybe Trodare in the uh, eighth race. Yeah, the eighth race there, uh, race eight, number 14. What are you doing your best in value for Bendigo Cup Day?
1: Yeah, my best bet is race seven, number eight, Smoke and Romans. Just going to have it as my best. And then my value bet comes up in race eight, number six, Daquin
0: Sweet Jr. Very good. And I will just head to Canterbury for ProGroupRacing.com to Check them out for their free tips and extensive guides where uh, it is a good track. We're back at Canterbury for the first time in a while. So thinking on pace is probably the way it's going to play out, uh, which is how I've sort of approached the meeting. Six race card. I believe we lost a two-year-old race, if um, I've heard correctly. So I don't know where all the two-year-olds are. Apparently not up to racing or into any trainers. But um, we kick off with uh, Benchmark 72 over the 1550 where I was defaulting to the on pace here with the Waterhouse Bot team. Formantera, nice enough resumption at Hawkesbury. Beat Masquerader, who's got some decent form, and comes here and know, in fact drops him away a little bit, but I think gets control and rolls bounces straight into Bunny and he's hard to beat. What are you thinking here?
1: Yeah, I thought exactly the same. I thought Formantera looked super hard to beat here. Um, small field, uh, but it should be able to get control
0: and certainly be hardest to beat. Race 2, 1,250 metre, benchmark 72. Uh, copy and paste here with uh, Norwegian Bliss. Looks like a talented horse. I think it bounces straight at the front and it's going to be very hard to run down. I like Sir Lemer's resumption at Goulburn, but I don't know if Canterbury necessarily suits it and need a good ride uh, to, to reel in this leader, I'm thinking. Yeah, I think, I think uh, Norwegian Bliss is a super Canterbury and Sir Lemer uh, just... Uh,
2: might be giving it a little bit to start um, and in this sit and affair.
0: And, uh, yeah, the shortest sure will certainly play in the favour of the favourite. Race three is the benchmark 68 over 1,100 metres. What do you think here? Yeah, no, I thought this was a...
1: first win at Grafton was outstanding before it then went to Doom. And I think it was a pretty good quality race. There. That was a group race or a listed race, I think. Um and it was only a finish
2: at any point principle. Um in in March um impressive. I think it can be started.
0: I was making a case for Zarastro I was in on the weekend in the Able Wheelie race. Uh, it's been kept for this beat. Uh, didn't beat, just got beaten by Paul Hill. on Debut. It's trialed pretty well since. And uh, I think uh, hopefully Glenn can take it straight to the front, give it something to run down. But uh, yeah, I'm scared of King Kappa here uh, in and potentially a bit of a trap race if he's not coming forward. Race or another. We've just got Burner come out, just looking here. And I was there one that went around today? Uh, not sure. Interesting here. Um, the now speed legend, which is formally thanks to use resuming off two years off, uh, Andrew Barnos has come back off some okay trials. Uh, so ultimately I, I didn't know what to do cause I didn't know what to do with the horse. I uh, short entries. I won't be having a bet in this race. Cause if speed legend turns up at its best, I think it wins, but Hey, yeah. Don't have any confidence backing a horse off 600 and whatever days off. Um, do you have any better clarity? Uh, not particularly, again,
1: uh, found it hard to split the top three. I just went for the one that's up and going, Woodward. Um, I think it gets a 2 kilo crank here, which certainly is in its
2: favour. Um, started pretty short last day at Hawkesbury, and it you know, just got nutted. Um, at the end, uh, it'll probably lead, and uh, I'm
0: happy to um, give it first shot here. Yeah, and uh, well, if we are Red Hot Rails, it could uh, be the one they back and singling on. Uh, Race five, benchmark 72 over the 1,900 metres. I was sort of taking the same opinion if Nara narrated here, hoping it can get across small field and uh, give them something to chase. It was just beaten by, or just grabbed late, I should say, by uh, Marty Beal before that. Uh, has run pretty well in a couple of okay races. Kenzo was sweepers by then and before that bolted in there. Uh, so it was giving it a chance here. It does lose Nash. Uh, did I have had a Rachel last time lost Nash from a couple of times before? Um, so yeah, it was just more looking for track pattern or anything else because the rest of the field leaves me a bit, a bit uh, uninspired. Are you looking towards a favorite or elsewhere? No, I actually went from
1: rated as well. Um, so I've gone with you here. See, a scratch from Hawkesbury today to be safe for this. So that's a good guide for me. Um, yeah, hopefully Rachel King just takes it straight across the field
0: um,
1: and leads. And yeah, it's a good advice for us to get the track
0: that we want. Given... And last is the benchmark. 72 over 1,100 metres. How are you wrapping up the day?
2: Obviously a little bit. It's going to help you today. It's going tight. I'm like,
0: I didn't. you I have to have him, Luke. I've got a picture. What's that? I did Little River Wing? No. <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, I am going to I like That was in a pretty good race. Uh, it's, 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 it's been, uh, I think the of the of
0: Uh, you just dropped out at the end there, but um, I, I have no idea in this race. I defaulted to Ramstein just because of map pattern. Uh, I assume from Gate Chan going to roll straight across and be tough to beat. Uh, El Buena won fresh last prep, but I, I seem to be putting a lot of faith in uh, Glenn tomorrow. So, yeah, defaulting to Ramstein on top with uh, zero confidence. Your best and value on the uh, brief Canterbury card. Yeah, I'm going to make Zerastro my best and I'm well, you know, making the rate of my value uh, under Sufferance here because, like I said, you probably won't be even able to have an H-way bet tomorrow at every the time we're done. Um, you're just starting to drop out a bit, Beaver, so you've got uh, some, anything in Queensland for us?
1: Yeah, just, just two quick ones in Queensland. Race 6, number 10, Festival Prince, and race 7, number 9, Southern
0: Stock, uh, all up those and uh will Beautiful. Thank you Eva. I'll let you uh, go and get stuck into the form for Derby Day which is when we'll see everyone again to look towards that in the Golden Eagle. Plenty going on as we head towards Melbourne Cup Week next week. Take care punters and we will talk to you all shortly. Catch you soon.